This podcast contains strong language and some adult content. If you are easily offended, this show might not be for you. Hello everybody, this is Dakota from Media Dungeon, your DM for the night. I'm here to let you guys know that if you want to get ahead of the schedule, or if you want to get involved in some behind the scenes content, check us out at media underscore dungeon on Twitter. If you'd like to help us out by spreading the word, hashtag myth and murder or hashtag media dungeon. Or if you don't have a Twitter, any social media will do. Just let people know that we're out there. Tell your friends, we'd really appreciate it. With all that out of the way, let's jump right into it. And I hope you guys enjoy tonight's episode. So it's about 1.30 in the afternoon when you guys get into the Goldilocks. There's a few people in here. Teddy and Colin are here and they're bullshitting with Arthur. You had spoken to Arthur hours ago. Mm -hmm. He's a little surprised to see you already and also a little surprised to see all of you. <laughs> you guys go into the bar. Baz and Luna obviously are staying outside in the back alleyway next to the dumpster. So uh, did you guys get around to doing that thing? Should we discuss it? He grabs the bag and just kind of like puts it behind the counter and like looks around to make sure no one saw this bloody sack. <laughs> and he's like, so you, it, it's already taken care of. I mean, we're here, aren't he, we? He looks in the bag <laughs> behind the counter and he's just kind of staring at it for a bit. His he, eyes adjust, he closes right? it up, kind of looks off in the distance, thinks to himself for a second. All right, everybody, last call. Sorry, I'm going to be super busy for the rest of the day. So, um, you know how this works. And uh, everyone's like, just no. like, oh, fuck, all right, yeah. Last <laughs> call at one. <laughs> so, so all you fucking people, alcoholics, get out yeah, of here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the idea of like Arthur being like, y'all fucking alcoholics anyway, get out of here. Let's <laughs> drink some goddamn milk. <laughs> you guys wait for an extended period of time for everyone to slowly make their way out of the bar. And then he goes over to the door and locks up. Teddy and Colin stay inside. And he turns back to you guys, kind of leaning up against the door. All right, so um, I guess give me the details. When's this? When's this go down? Eight o'clock tonight. Eight, Eight o'clock tonight. Okay. And it's and I like give him the rules of like the MMA fight thing and right. basically explain it's like, that I don't super know a whole lot about MMA. Neither uh, do I. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a stint where I, I boxed for a bit. But Can I, I don't... look up the rules? Yeah, mm -hmm. you go back into the office and you get on the computer and you start Googling MMA and like mm -hmm. showing, showing him all the stuff. And he's like, all right, this doesn't seem super complicated. I should right. be fine. And I'm like, you've boxed. You'll probably be okay you, as long as these things are different. And kicking's just for people who don't know how to punch good. So I hope I've got that. <laughs> All right, 8 o'clock, Paradise Casino. I will be there. Let's not do anything that might jeopardize the bout. Fair enough. Let's keep it as fair as possible. We want him to be stuck in a situation that he put himself in. Yeah. Is there a store in town that sells... But, like, if you're, like, an old woman who has, like, a fake house... Oh, like knick-knack oh, like dolls? Doll, yeah, like, like dollhouse stuff yeah. furniture? Oh. Totally. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm going to go to them at some venture along this pathway and get them to build me a small replica, doesn't have to look super great, of the Paradise Casino. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> I don't super think that they would be able to do that before the bout. Does that matter to you? 
I will pay them whatever special price I need to pay if they can get it done by eight o'clock. By eight o'clock tonight. It probably won't look exactly the same. That's okay. But it'll it just be has close. To say ish. Paradise Casino the same. Like the okay. the label of the casino has to be as as legit as the one realistically. Other than that, okay, close as possible. Yeah, you can figure that out. Cool. Before you guys leave, Arthur says, just to be super clear, I am doing this because you are going to owe me for doing this. I understand that. I needed to know that you guys aren't pushovers before I was willing to put my neck out on the line for you. You guys might not be as smart as I'd like, but you guys are obviously fucking devastating. So we're gonna leave it at that and I'll see you guys there tonight. So you guys leave the Goldilocks, head back out into the alleyway meet up with Luna and Baz. She takes you to the SWAT van in the parking lot of Paradise Casino. Mm -hmm. She yeah. does that to the inside of the SWAT van, so yeah. all of you immediately like slam into this tiny space oh, because Baz is here and he can't be just walking around in a parking oh. lot. You guys have your cars now. You guys all kind of like get out of the SWAT van and Baz and Luna stay in there. Well, it's been nice. I really must get going. Good high luck. High five. I'm gonna put up a high little, five. Little fox paw comes out and finds you. <laughs> I hope none of you die. She twirls <laughs> away. As she disappears, I say to the nothing, "Thank you." <laughs> you too, I guess. Baz is just kind of sitting in the back of the SWAT car. Baz, I love yes. I love having you here, but I'm afraid that your presence might be worrisome with this Paradise Casino. I understand. Where do you want to go, Baz? What can I do for you? I have stayed here a long time. I shall go home. Mm. Thank you, Baz. I summoned here. I just go. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. You can just... I, in terror, want to be like, have this whole bit where I'm like, thank you so much, Baz. You really like helping. <laughs> you know, like, thank you for keeping me sane. Like, have like a real moment with yeah. him that these two can't fucking understand rock. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's super happy, and for a bit he he it like goes away, and he looks like a little sad that he has to go. Should get back before they realize I'm missing. We'll out hang out again. He snuck home. He snuck out of the house to come help us beat up a crib. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell him if he ever needs anything. So. You know how to call. <laughs> Sebastian have a power word since he's a fae. Sebastian has a power yeah, word to get has Rook, the, and Rook can no, get No, I mean. Oh. Do you have one you can give to someone know. to summon you? Because um, you're yeah. a fae, you I would, would have a true name. Like a true name, yeah. Which would be your power fae word. Can, do that. can you yeah. give that yeah, if that's to someone? A thing that I yeah. can do, I would definitely give that to give Baz. It to him? He's one of he's part oh. of my flock now. Okay. For me. Yeah. My brain. Sounds good. You could give him your power word. Your write, real name. Gotta write that shit. You give though. him your power <laughs> word so then he can summon you if he ever needs you. Which is only in Terran, so I assume uh -huh. none of us would be able <laughs> to even right. say it. It no. just sounds like rocks grinding at <laughs> each other. If if uh, if Sean's ever gonna try and summon either of them, he's they gonna pick care. up two rocks. <laughs> rocks and just grind them together for a bit. The closest Yeah, you get closer, you get as close as that, yeah. If we do this for a few hundred hours, at some point, we'll something's gonna show up. And they'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's you an guys, interesting concept. There's a burst of light and Baz disappears. There's like these bright flecks that just kind of like fall out of the air and just disappear. You guys spend the next few hours 
finding a nice miniature. shop that you can get a miniature made of the casino. It's gonna be rough, but they can get it done in time for sure. As long sure. as it looks vaguely like the casino and says Paradise Casino on it, that's all I need. Okay. Are you gonna fuck this <laughs> yeah, up for me? Yeah, I would ask you, you this up for what me, you're you? doing if I know about that. Well, yeah, <laughs> once, once I meet back up with you guys, I would say, okay, so the deal was that if we won, that we would burn the Paradise Casino to the ground. Now, I have another Paradise Casino right here. That way, because Holcomb didn't want us to burn down the Paradise Casino, we can burn this thing down instead. Because it, sure it makes sure that you win we without, win, everything without is fucking win. everything up. Right. right. That That's, makes total sense. Yeah, everything else is going to be the same. Okay. You guys didn't word that real good. You guys make it back to the casino parking mm -hmm. lot. Arthur's here. He... Finds you in the parking lot. <laughs> so, uh, you guys ready to do this? You guys, like, look over his shoulder and you can see that uh, Teddy and Colin are here, but, like, far enough back, like, they, they've come to watch. <laughs> Do they have phone if there's way to, like, <laughs> If there's a way that they can get in, then they're absolutely going to. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe they can get in. Can guy? Why can't they come in with us? I think they can come in with Mr. Funchess, because he probably yeah. has tickets to um, the arena. They, they walk over, and Colin says, it's not every day that we get a chance to see Arthur in action, so... Please! It's, it's been a while. Teddy's like, yeah, I'm ready to see him fuck some stuff up. <laughs> We've got a whole little squad going on, guys. We're gonna get Sammy and Wallace. We're gonna head back to the bar. And we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna go back to the bar until it all blows up. And we will talk about everything from there. That sounds excellent. Thank you, Arthur. I like clap him on the shoulder. So you guys so head up to the casino. And as soon as Arthur gets within a, like maybe 20 feet of the door, mm. these wolves swarm the door, and one of them steps forward out of rank. Don't do anything stupid, Arthur. We don't want you around here. Fuck off, traitor, I'm here for the champion bout. They turn and look at each other and kinda part the seat. <laughs> they kinda go, fuck, maybe we're supposed to be here. <laughs> he walks inside with everybody else, and you guys are kinda funneled through into the VIP section and into mm -hmm. the arena. You go down the steps down into the arena, and you it's guys are fix. getting into the VIP, like, box mm -hmm. area real close to the ring. And Victor and a few of his men are here. <laughs> Woo! You guys all go and sit down with them. You can hear the tapping of a cane coming down the steps. You see Khan approaching with a few of his wolves and the woman who had her hair pulled back tight, the mm -hmm. orange hair, and she was like nicely dressed in a suit, mm -hmm. and like a long ponytail. They all make their way down into the arena. Khan says, I have to say I am impressed. It takes a lot to make Gareth walk away from a fight. And it seems... <laughs> You were able to find that thing in a very short amount of time. And if he went to where I think he went, then he's absolutely not going to be here on time. So I am forced to pick a new champion. I am very polite. <laughs> Khan snaps his fingers and you can hear some movement on the far side of the arena where there is a large box that is covered up with a sheet. And these wolves pull the sheet off and underneath the sheet are two cages, one with Wallace in it and one with Sammy in it. Oh, okay. Khan turns and is talking to him for some time. 
And then that guy walks over to the ring, which at this point is still a wrestling ring. Mm -hmm. Uh That man climbs into the ring. And then it finally comes to you. All of you sitting there being like, where have we seen this guy before? You realize that you've all seen him before. This is the man who was the bouncer outside of the end of the line, who is the very large, freakish looking, Kevin James looking motherfucker. The one who the other guy was telling like, yes, no, yes, no. He was letting people through. Not saying Kevin James looks freakish, this is just a Kevin James if Kevin James looked freakish. Yeah. We Kevin love you, Kevin James. James. We love you, Kevin James. Um, Please come and play a game with us. <laughs> his ears are all kind of like curled in and like his face is kind of fucked up. He's got like a real thick jaw that's kind of like out a bit. Uh-huh. Khan is looking at your group. Mm-hmm. He goes to speak to you and he realizes who all is actually in this room. Arthur, I did not expect this. You've agreed to be these people's champion. I'm not here to talk, Khan. Let's just get this over with. Fine. That's perfectly fine. We have some gear if you would like to get prepared. Actually, I'm fine just fighting in this. What's he wearing? <laughs> Arthur doesn't seem to be wearing anything that's like super out of the ordinary. He seems like the most inconspicuous like looking attire. He's just got Plaid standard shirt. jeans. Mm-hmm. Black t-shirt, and over top of that, he has this really nice leather jacket that you can tell has like a lot of, it's got like a thick black fur that's lining the inside of it. For this to be a sanctioned bout, I need you to at least wear the gloves, Arthur. (laughs) You've got to wear the gloves, at least for some of it. (laughs) Fine. He goes over to the side of the ring and he grabs a pair of gloves. Arthur, do you not want us to... Never mind. I know. I don't I don't need the wrap. I don't plan on being in there very long. And he just puts the gloves on straight up and climbs up into the ring. That guy is dressed in a standard MMA attire. He's got the shorts. He has his feet and hands wrapped, gloves over top of them. He's ready to go. Um, shirtless, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Not classy. Gross. <laughs> this is just going to be a standard bout. We're going to go with the basic standard rules. Five minute rounds, one minute cooldown. And normally it's not more than three rounds, but we'll, we'll allow up to five. Five rounds. There will be no dropping of glamour. There will be no abilities or special powers or anything like that. The arena is fixed with an anti-magic and anti-spell dome. But the glamour still holds inside there? Yeah, it's basically, it's, it's not like the it's, whole, it's not encasing them in it. It's oh, okay. just it's a layer, a layer it's a, it's that a stops shit from going in and or going out. out. Yeah. yeah. So they could like- They could still- So they're in the magic cage. <clears throat> yes. This is a magic cage. Man. There is a ma- magic cage, yes. <laughs> Does anyone have anything they'd like to say before we begin? Ben stands up and says, Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) This guy goes over to the one corner, and a few of the wolves go over there and are talking to him and stuff. Arthur sits down in his corner, and Teddy goes over there and is, like, talking to him for a bit. And you can see that Arthur's just kind of, like, waving his hand. (laughs) Like, fuck off! All right, I get it. Come on, go. I don't need this. 
And Teddy's just kind of like hunkered up on the side oh. of the... He's gonna make sure he does a million dollar baby himself. <laughs> <laughs> you have one job, Teddy! One Move the job. stool! Move the stool! <laughs> um, can but yeah, I... he's hunkered up on the rope. <laughs> can I... Spoiler alert. Decoder the DM here. Sorry for this interruption by Microsoft Sam. Didn't have time to record this during editing. The man Arthur is about to fight was identified by Captain Wallace to be an Oni, a Japanese demon. The only character in the party that knows this is Sammy, but all the players know, so I refer to the champion as Oni throughout the fight to make things easier on me, but never realized that I didn't make that connection for the audience during this episode. Just wanted to clear that up so no one is confused. Sorry for the inconvenience. Enjoy the bloodbath. One of the wolves goes over to a table next to the ring and looks at both of the fighters and kind of gestures to them to make sure that they're ready. The Oni gets in a stance, gets real low, gets ready to fight this guy. Arthur's just kind of standing there. Just waiting. <laughs> um, and the wolf hits the bell and the Oni comes across this ring really quickly and starts off pretty strong. Mm -hmm. You can tell that Arthur's definitely testing this guy just to see like where his limits are and like what he's capable of doing. But at the same time, this Oni is putting out a significant amount of strength but isn't pushing himself enough that he's gonna get tired very quickly. Right, he's got endurance to do this for a while. Yeah, so they go for the first five minute round, just kind of testing the waters on each other and seeing what the other is capable of. Mm -hmm. They go back to their corners. Arthur talks to Teddy for a little bit uh, when eventually the bell is sounded again and the Oni comes out with a bit more ferocity in this round and starts fighting as if he is an actual MMA fighter. And at first glance, Arthur seems to be having a hard time trying to keep up with that because he's not super used to someone being able to attack with four different things right. at yeah. once. The style of fighting, like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> and there's legs involved in this, mm -hmm. and he knows that, and it looks like he, he can see these things coming, it's just he's not super used to this. Doesn't and he takes to... a few solid kicks to the ribs uh, when he decides to get a bit more serious. And Ooh. during one of Ooh. the few shots that gets thrown from the Oni, the Oni backs up and gets a pretty good jump into the air with a kick and Arthur raises up his arm and l brings it down over that leg. Just like that kind of thing? And catches his leg oh, shit. and flips him over and throws him onto his back, puts a knee down on his chest and proceeds to just wail on him for a bit <laughs> until eventually the Oni, <laughs> until the Oni is able to wiggle away from that and get back up to his feet. And that's the end of the second round. When the third round starts, Arthur is now the one to come out of his corner with some ferocity. Hits this guy pretty solid directly in the chest, sending him backwards into the turnbuckle. Oh, shit. Uh, which isn't normally supposed to be there, but this is a wrestling ring, so it's a turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, mm. And you can tell that there's a bit of mythical strength starting to come out. This is still a standard bout. But this is just raw strength. That's this, just they're how still gonna beat the shit out of each other. Because Khan's eyes gotten larger as this power increases. He seems to be watching with the slightest smirk on his face. Is that like I'm getting to see what, what Arthur is capable, capable of, of, or 
I'm gonna keep that, or... I have a trick up my that's, sleeve. Yeah. That's what you're gathering, is that he is... Just like he's, he's never seen, seen him what do Arthur this. is. Well, it's been a long time since he's seen Arthur fight and is now getting a chance to see what he is now capable of compared to what before. he was before. Got it. That's dangerous knowledge. Which is probably why Arthur's been keeping a DL. <laughs> <laughs> the Oni is bloodied in this round. Oh, wow. When the bell is rung and that is the end of the third round, Arthur is still doing pretty good. Fourth round, they both come out and seem to be fighting at full strength. Mm -hmm. And you can see that the Oni isn't a pushover either when it comes to raw strength and is divvying out some pretty solid shots. Mm -hmm. And these two people have a, a pretty decent showing of the differences between an MMA fighter who is used to using their whole body and a boxer who is trained to be fast on their feet but also just do devastating shots with their fists exclusively. And there is a very large difference in strategy here, mm -hmm. but they always seem to figure out a way to Meet use the things that they know how to do to kind of negate what the other is doing. Mm -hmm. And they trade blows back and forth, landing good shots on each other, and no one seems to be a direct winner of this round when it ends. Seems to be fairly even. Oh, man. The last round begins. It starts the same way that the last round did. They are going at full force here. And during this round, Arthur does something that you guys haven't seen him do up until this point, which is attempt to do anything with his feet. With his feet. With his feet. <laughs> this is the moment I've been waiting for! Uh, he lands two solid shots on the Oni. One very quick left jab, followed by a really strong right hook. And then immediately follows through with just taking his right foot and sweeping his leg really fast <laughs> and tripping this guy onto the ground. Nice. Which is something that the Oni didn't expect at all. <laughs> and using the fact that this is an MMA fight, Arthur uses this to his advantage and gets down on top of him and starts laying into him once again. <laughs> the Oni, however, seems to become in extremely enraged and furious that this has happened. Like that he has been like made the, a fool. Right, like the yeah. of like you. And while Arthur is just laying into this guy, you can tell that despite the Oni taking so much damage, he does all he can to just throw a shot up through these flurry of blows and catches Arthur in the chin, chin pretty solid, sending him off of the top of the Oni. Mm. The Oni gets up to his feet very quickly, and so does Arthur, but the Oni is now standing at an advantage and lands one solid shot straight down at him, slamming him backwards down onto his back. Fuck. When the bell rings and Arthur gets back up and is ready to keep going, but at the end of this bout, it doesn't look like the Oni has much more left in the tank. He is very tired. You know, Arthur and this Oni aren't, neither of them are very small guys, but in comparison, Arthur is smaller than him and is also trained to move a lot faster. Less about grapples and more about- Getting out of the way. Get out of the way of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just move. <laughs> So this is round four or five? That was, that was okay. five, that was the last one. That was the last one, okay. If it does not conclude by the final round, 
is it a points there's game, a, or is there a, or is there a tiebreaker? There is usually a tiebreaker. Okay. Um, and it looks like they're prepping to do one more round. Would I be able to approach ringside and join yeah. Teddy? I was, yeah, you, I was gonna say, but if you you guys be both want to go over there. Yeah, I, I guess if I see you moving over there, I probably would hang back and let you. Yeah, I uh, I would go over there and. Um, give give Arthur some encouraging words, you know? Yeah. You're a lot faster than this guy. You punch a lot harder. You punch a lot harder? And you can do this. Watch out for those legs. He's like, kid, you got a phone? He's <laughs> <a flip> <laughs> phone. <laughs> like my fucking flip phone. God, Jesus Christ. Does that thing have internet? No. Does, that, does someone can I have a... see? Yeah. I, 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 I whistle over Sebastian. <laughs> Before you, as you're turning around, I'm there. <laughs> Uh, he, Give him my phone. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's or like. What? What's up? He's like. Can you headbutt an MMA? Am I, I, can I headbutt him? Can you headbutt? I, I would just know that information. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. like. All right. <laughs> but unintentional headbutts. It's fine. I've got something. And uh, I return to my seat. Yeah. I prayed my God. The minute. <laughs> <laughs> the minute goes by and the bell rings and Arthur doesn't move out quickly into this fight like he has the last two rounds and allows the Oni to come to him. And Arthur waits and the Oni comes sprinting across this oh, ring and Arthur throws multiple shots in rapid succession as quickly as possible at this guy. Faster than you've seen him move, he lands five shots, which is technically mechanic wise Action. Action. One turn. <gasps> In one turn, he throws five shots. Oh he he throws two quick jabs straight to his face to just kind of like stun. stun him and slow him Get down. Back. Yeah. He lands two solid shots to the body, followed by one last one straight to the face. <laughs> and with that one final punch, the Oni drops. Yes! yes! And slams down into Popcorn the everywhere. <laughs> you ever seen the Kimbo Slice knockout punch? <laughs> what is Look that? that up. It's a seven second video. It's well worth your time. That's what I kind of imagine. The bell rings almost immediately after it just did. <laughs> ding, ding, um, ding, ding. <laughs> Arthur goes back to his corner. Teddy runs over and is super happy and excited. Aww. Throws him some water. Khan gets up and makes his way to the ring and he goes over to Arthur's corner and he says, Well, I have to say, you have improved, Arthur. That sounds condescending. Condescending? <laughs> <laughs> um, Guess I'll go kill myself. <laughs> uh, you can't, we just saved you. <laughs> I don't know how well you would do against my current champion, but I think you might be able to hold a light to him. So what would you say to possibly joining as a member of my fighting staff? Go fuck yourself, Khan. <laughs> Jog off. I understand your hesitation, Arthur, but maybe give it a second thought. Arthur looks down for a second and he like looks over at the dude who just got fucked up and he walks over to the Oni, who at this point has kind of been able to just sit up. Mm -hmm. And he mouths something to him. You can hear him yeah. talking and you can see it. What is it? He says, hey man, uh, Gareth's dead and it looks like he might be the new champion. Is this something that you want? And the Oni looks at him with just kind of like, not something as intense as hatred, but like almost like a disgust kind of. And he nods his head yes. 
All right. He turns towards Khan and he's like, I'm not going to be your champion. I wouldn't be caught dead being in a place like this or working for someone like you. Also, heads up, you're going to want to find a new champion regardless because I'm pretty sure that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> oh, but Khan, Khan's face. Yeah, Khan looks down and just kind of like smiles to himself and he's like, I figured as much. Which is why I sent out the fake Garrett. <laughs> Here's the real one. <laughs> Khan turns and looks at the group. Well, I believe a deal's a deal. The detective and the captain will be released. Neither of them will speak of the things that they saw here and you won't cause any trouble for me. And the casino will be burnt to the ground. I raise my hand quickly. Now, Khan, I have a proposition for you. You have a nice house of gaming here. It'd be a shame to have it burnt to the ground. So I offer you this. And I pull out my miniature casino, uh, my miniature casino that I have with me. And I set <laughs> it, I slide it onto the ring. I believe this will suffice. To protect the sanctity of mythicals in the city, burning that down a casino, unbeknownst to everybody else, stirs up a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah. That is the only reason. Yeah. That is the only reason we've presented this counteroffer to you. He snaps his fingers and the wolves go over to the cages. They open up the cages and you can see that the, the bars that go horizontal, where you assumed the doors were on these cages, kind of slide downward and they step away and Sammy and Wallace step out of- Coming out of my cage and I'm just doing just fine. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you step out, your glamour kicks back in and you are yeah. Sammy again. I give you a hand as you step out of the cage. Oh. Khan extends oh, his man. hand down at the ring where this little tiny paradise casino is, and it bursts into this super bright blue flame and burns up right there. And he turns and looks at all of you and he says, Well, I believe our deal here is done. Your friends are free. Now, I would appreciate it if all of you would get the fuck out of my establishment. <laughs> I want to like help Wallace also out of the cage because how's yeah, he Wa doing? Wallace is pretty badly injured. Yeah. His face is pretty fucked up, but also he seems to be able to walk out of here. It's with a limp, but he is able to walk out of here of his own volition. Do I have my gear? Like everything I had when I walked in, do they strip my stuff off me? Um, yeah, one of the wolves would present you with all of your shit when you go to Does leave. Does that include my fake cudgel? Fucking better. My, yeah. Fuck, okay. It's all wrapped up with you. It's all like bundled it's together with your shit. It's in the sheets and stuff. Yeah. They didn't steal that. They didn't no, take they it just, from me. No, they just give it to you. He takes all of that, including uh, some stuff that you haven't seen before, which is that he has a secondary kind of holster that's like on the back of his belt that is underneath what? his trench coat, which is where he stores his wand. I would probably recognize the wand chief, like no problem. Yeah. You take a look at it and it looks like a super standard one for people who are used to dual wielding wands. It's like sheathed in a way where it goes right on the back, uh, uh, like right at the back of the belt. Yeah. Where you grab one from either side. And there's no way you would like break them by sitting them on them because they're like against Yeah, it's like up against, yeah. The smaller back. Probably super comfy when driving. <laughs> yeah. You guys start to leave the arena. As we're walking out, I'm assuming we're being escorted? Yeah, all the wolves are coming with you. 
I'm well, kind of escorting Wallace. I'm like half mm-hmm. a step behind him. And I'm next to Sammy, probably, just right. because of the yeah. defensiveness. And all of Victor's guys, and Teddy, and Colin, and Arthur, cool. and everyone's on so the So everyone's out. around us. Yeah. Back into the parking lot, and your large group of people are all just standing out here loitering for a bit. Victor and all his guys come over and like say their goodbyes to you, and they're glad that Everything shit didn't out. hit the fan. <laughs> Arthur comes over to you guys before you head out. You guys should go home, get some rest, and uh, I'm gonna give you guys a call later, and I, I swear to God, you guys better answer it. He looks at Sammy, I'm glad to see that you're okay. I really appreciate whatever they did or said to you to have you come out here and fight for us. Yeah, well, you guys still owe me, so don't thank me just yet. I wrote you off before. And Great. I'm really <laughs> starting out strong, Sammy. <laughs> and I'm really sorry that I did so. I uh, I think this has led us to the point where I can call you a friend, Ooh. ally, water cooler acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you how the weather is. You tell me about your dog. <laughs> Arthur, Teddy, and <laughs> Colin walk away and get in their car and drive off. Wallace approaches all of you. I've been sticking right next to Wallace. Um, thank you, all of you, for doing this for me. I understand the issues that can come about from breaking an oath with a fae, so I promise not to make this worse for you. Wallace, if you need a place to stay... I should probably lay low for a while. We got you. Probably somewhere... We got a Safe, hole in the ceiling with a guy. Some kind of encla- enclave building you can stay at, not just your house. I suppose I should return there and see if they can't fix the charms that were broken. Oh yeah, did he have some of his skin shaped off? Yes. Sorry? Yeah. That um, neck is just yeah. cut off. Um, He's, uh, he was... He sorry. had a... What's the opposite? Sammy spot? knows of a... There was a charm that was tattooed on Blade. his back that allowed the enclave to track him. And they, and the they took that off. But if you want to lay low for the night, since you probably can't go and do Enclave things right now, you are welcome to stay at our place. It would be a fairly long travel to get to the Enclave, and mm-hmm. even if I did, by the time I get there, I would be exhausted. So it would be nice to get some sleep in a bed. Yeah, come with us. Yeah. Carl has a bed. Okay. Because he's human. <laughs> we both just fucking stand there while we sleep. Terrifying. <laughs> That's also, also like out of game. Is that a thing that we want to connect Wallace and Carl? Carl? Is that a that thing that was that my plan? Carl's an informant. Carl really kind of been on the DL with the enclave. He really no, he likes doesn't. information. I think this doesn't have an attachment to the Enclave currently. It's just true. Wallace. It's like true. I think at this point we can be like, there's Wallace. And there's Leon. And there's, the there's Wallace to the Enclave. That's fair. He's not part right of it. Right now he's disconnected, does. so it's the perfect time for him to meet Carl right. and not make that the, connection. Right. The responsibility. Yeah, he can't be tracked, you know, the yeah, Enclave hasn't heard from him, he could be anywhere, so like they Sebastian's can Sebastian's feeling defensive of Carl, right? Um, <laughs> okay. You guys get back in your respective vehicles and drive back to the warehouse. Mm-hmm.